Kenny Bartram, our, our moto, one of our cowboy Kenny, our motocross buddy. He's trying some new tricks and whatnot, and he tries a barrel roll, and it somehow corks him straight down hard enough that he actually he put his head through the net, and it pulled his helmet off, which then flew around through the top net, back down through, and pretty much exploded a helmet through the prop. And I, and I run out there, I see his helmet disappear, and I had to shove him off to the side and jump off myself and get out of the column before it was like, hey, I'm gonna eat plastic. It, at that point, that's pretty much when it goes wrong. Adventure Sports Podcast, Episode 88, Indoor Skydiving with Dave McMahon. This is the Adventure Sports Podcast, brought to you by 180TAC. Get out there and have some fun. Welcome back to another episode of the Adventure Sports Podcast. This is Travis. With me today is Dave McMahon. Dave discovered indoor skydiving back in 1998 and has been enjoying life as a tunnel rat ever since. He currently works in business development at America's first vertical wind tunnel at the Vegas Indoor Skydiving Complex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, great to, great to be here. Yeah, good to have you. So, indoor skydiving... Um, a lot of people might think, why would I want to fly above a giant fan? But from what I've seen, it looks to be an absolute blast. It, it is, and totally pun intended with that, right? So uh, <laughs> it, it is. It's a basically a big padded room with a trampoline in the middle um, that has a, uh, a column of air about 12 feet wide. It, it is a big fan below you. It's a, a DC-3 prop hooked to a, a large motor, a 1,000-horsepower motor that wow. you simulate the free fall aspect of skydiving without the risk. So you don't have to worry about the parachute. You don't got to worry too much about the ground. It's all soft in there. And, you know, you're in there with an instructor, too. So you got to get a little helping hand while you're in there. That's cool. So how long does it take one to pick this up if they've never skydived before? Or maybe even if they have jumped out of a plane, um, you know, they're going to step in there for the first time. What's it like? We, we get all of them. We get the experienced skydiver to the I'm too scared to skydive and never would. Um, we fit all of those categories, you know, and, and all ages. And so it, it, it depends on the person as far as, you know, how long does it take? Well, how long did it take you to learn how to ride a bike? You know, it's, right. it's a center of gravity thing. It's also, it's one of those things, like I always compare it to a bicycle in the way that you have that click moment. And then all of a sudden you can do it for the rest of your life. You're like, Oh, okay. I was trying way too hard. I got to chill out a little bit. And all of a sudden the bike was the easiest thing ever. Same thing in here. It's that once you have that click moment, that little aha moment, it just gets cooler and cooler because just like the bike, you're like, ooh, I'm going to go jump the curb now. You know, the first time <laughs> right. is pretty much that whole, okay, go down the street and don't hit a parked car. Yep. Here it's like, hey, That's... stay over the air column. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I want to dig into that a little bit more and about what people experience. But before we get there, let's dig into you a little bit. How did you get involved in this? Well, you know, I came here as a kid in, a, I think, 83 with my brother, who he, he got to go to a birthday party here. And I was a little, little kid, and I didn't get to fly, but, you know, it was always, like, the coolest thing ever. And then fast forward to um, Thanksgiving in 97. Me and my brother were at a, uh, you know, a, one of those Thanksgiving dinners that was like, this is terrible, and nobody's going to notice if we disappear. 
And <laughs> so I remembered somebody, I saw something that said this place, you know, was open again because it reopened in 95. And I said, Hey man, let's go try that indoor skydiving place out. Came down here, flew on Thanksgiving day. Cause they were, were open pretty much every day. Um, and, uh, since then I came back, kept flying. I brought a couple friends with me who, um, they got jobs before me, a couple guys I was in a band with and said, man, I want the job. I took you there. You know, <laughs> so I just kept coming and flying and bugging them until they said, okay, fine. You can be an instructor. And from there, you know, I was, I was hooked from that first flight. It's, it really is one of the coolest sensations, let alone, you know, to simulate, uh, a free fall in a skydive without having to go and hop on a plane and spend that kind of cash was just awesome especially when you're an 18 year old kid with no money yeah it's a good point it's a lot cheaper option and uh, you really can't fall to your death well yeah i mean it it, it is a definitely a much more economical option to get that part of the sensation for sure and yeah the whole uh to the death we that that doesn't really that the odds on that are really small anyways skydiving <laughs> is, is a super awesome sport it, it is one of the most uh one of the coolest definitions of freedom i've ever had and to be able to I did this for about four years before I even went and did a skydive. So when I got up out of the plane, it was, you know, natural body position was natural and it was, I could fly right away as opposed to most people. It's still fighting that muscle memory. And I call it uh, you look like a cat in a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, probably a good analogy. That's pretty funny. So you have done both skydiving, indoor skydiving. How would you compare the two of them? Once now that you've done indoor, how does it feel jumping out of a plane? Well, I mean, it, to fly inside a tunnel is actually um, sometimes it's a little harder than the skydive because you only have a 12 foot sky or however big the column is that you're flying on as opposed to the whole sky. So if you mess up, you go either off the column or over to the wall in the sky. You, you can, it's like flying in a football field as opposed to flying in a Coke bottle. Right. You know, you could, you have a little more freedom to mess up. You learn to be a lot more uh, uh, tight with your moves and just a lot more, um, uh, Basically, you get to hone in on your skills because you have a wall as reference right there. So if you move an inch, you know. If you uh, if you're in a free fall, you kind of sometimes don't know that you were kind of falling at a at an angle, as opposed to here, you're forced to fall straight down. And we don't yeah. you don't drop in here. We start you from the ground up. Everybody thinks, well, how far are you going to drop me in from? It's no, it's not like that. You're actually going to start laying down on your belly at first on the on the trampoline. And then we slowly raise you up and then you'll kind of just jump in from the sides from there on. So in here, we, we there's no real fall feeling. Um, and in skydiving, there's not either. When you leave a plane, you're going 100 miles an hour this way. So when you leave right. the plane, you're already moving. So everybody thinks you're going to get that drop sensation, but you don't. You're going 100 miles an hour falling this way at first and then you start to go down. So um, in here, it's the same thing. You know, there's no drop sensation. It's strictly that the, the free fall feeling and the lifting of air all around you. That's cool. Yeah. The only thing I've jumped off of or any jumping I've done is bungee jumping. I still haven't skydived myself either. Yeah. Bungee jumping is to me, I, I, that freaks me out. I'd rather jump out of a plane any day because I don't want to see the ground right up at my face. You know? Coming too darn fast. <laughs> jump out of an airplane, the ground doesn't move. It stays there. And when the ground does start to move a little bit, it's time to pull your canopy. That's about 5,000 yeah, right. feet. And it's like, okay, we're getting closer here. All right. That's funny. That's funny. So why would you encourage people to come down and try indoor skydiving? Well, it, it's one, the coolest toy in Las Vegas. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff to do in Vegas, but you know, we're the only indoor skydiving facility and it, it is something that not every city has. So it's something you really want to take advantage of while you're here. It makes a Las Vegas experience just 
even more above and beyond because everybody can go to the great restaurants and go to the nightclubs and that and they're great they're amazing it's a beautiful setup of of facilities here but you know when you come and you you fly you're like what would you do in vegas people will they'll forget some of the restaurants they went to but they'll never forget the flying part and it's you know it, it's it's accessible to all ages like especially in this town where people are like well what are we going to do with the kids we're that thing you know that it's an all ages yeah. thing, but it's also a pretty extreme thing. You can go in there and do some pretty crazy stuff. We do backflips to the wall and back off and up to the tops and bat hangs from the net and all kinds of cool stuff. So everything from the adrenaline junkie to the to the mom with the kids, it's it's something that they can all experience. And we all day I deal out in fun. People leave here giggling and smiling all day. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with uh, visiting the the largest fan in the city when you're in uh, smoking hot Las Vegas in the middle of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's it's the coolest toy ever. Yeah, I was going to ask you about kids. You brought that up. Um, is there obviously you're not going to throw a baby in there? What is the youngest that uh, kids can fly, and how do they take to it? Well, you know, a lot of times kids do better than adults because they I they wonder. go in there to have fun. They don't get, go in there to be good at it. You know. Us right. adult, we overthink it. We're like, I gotta do this. Kids are just like, forty pounds is what we say is our minimum weight, which is okay. around a four or five year old. Uh, but I took my daughter in there on her second birthday. You know, she had been around it since the womb, knew the hum of the motor, knows the sound. It wasn't weird. She'd be like, all you know, her whole life had seen dad flying around this room, so it wasn't something that freaked her out. We'll take pretty much as young as we'll go. But 40 pounds is that age of, you know, cognitive understanding of what they're doing. They, the hand signals they'll remember. They don't get freaked out as much. Um, the, the one thing we, that we do have is, is height and weight maximums. That's kind of what we do always to right. filter our, our flyers with is, you know, you have to be somewhat in shape. Um, There's a certain buoyancy required. Well, yeah. Sort of. It's more of a comfort, a quality of flight thing. Like if the, the okay. heavier you are with the less height you have, the bigger and baggier suit I would have to put on you and it's going to flap too much. You don't want that. So there's kind of a, you know, there's, there's different height and weight maxes. It's different for men and women too, because we hold our weights in different areas. Um, right. But and all, the other thing we kind of always have to look for is uh, the neck, back, shoulder injuries. If you have a bad neck or back, you shouldn't be flying in a wind tunnel, man. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it's not. But and the one thing that a lot of people don't think of is the shoulder injuries. Uh, if somebody has a shoulder that dislocates, you're, it's kind of the, the, the nail in the coffin for skydiving, indoor skydiving, all that stuff. Because of the position you put your arms in is, is a very vulnerable position to dislocation. And if you've dislocated yeah, before, you're pretty much like Pringles, man. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's life. Uh, <laughs> orthopedically, you're... you're is that your slogan? It makes sense when people hear that. They're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Because you'll know that you ever had a buddy whose arm pops out and he throws a football. Oh, dude, it's out again. And he just threw a football. You know, so, Let's go skydiving. Right. Yeah, it's, so, <laughs> you know, there's the minimum weight of 40. But the biggest thing that we, we always want to check for is height and weight maximums, uh, guidelines, and then the, the neck, back, shoulder injuries. But other than that, it's it's for everybody. That's cool. That's cool. So you guys, I've seen, uh, you're talking about some of the uh, the flipping up to the wall and uh, the more aerobatic maneuvers. Uh, you guys have, there's competitions in this sport. I mean, there are some crazy moves that guys are making. Um, I imagine that takes a long time to, to get to that level. Here's the master. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you guys all make this look easy, but I know I've not done it, but I know darn well it's not. It's, it's really know? not. Um, it's not easy at first. And like I said, you know, some people it takes longer than others, like a bike. How fast did you pick up a bike? How fast did you learn the tricks? And um, it's a balancing sport for sure. 
but it is a physical activity, man. Like learning to do that stuff is really exhausting. Um, we actually, my, uh, my, my general manager here, uh, and my great friend, Brad Hess, he actually, um, he was, and it got broken after, but he's the Guinness book of world records holder, um, former Guinness book of world records holder for the most amount of somersaults in one minute. He did 53 front flips in one minute. Can't touch Holy the ground cow. sides, anything else. That's nearly one a second. That's tiring. It's, it's not only exhausting, but your equilibrium, you have to train a long time. I, I put it as like, imagine a water balloon. And if you've ever thrown a water balloon and it kind of stays together, it's cool. But if it does that, whoa, 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 thing, <laughs> that's like the liquid in your head. So when you're throwing front flips, yeah. if it gets to that weird wobble, you're going to wobble out. But if you can keep that fluid oh. perfectly going in a circle, so it's an equilibrium thing on top of a physical, uh, you know, uh, you know, strength thing. Man, that's amazing. So, did they catch that on video? Oh, we had to. We had. We had to have multiple angles. We had to have multiple witnesses. It's all proof. Yeah, yeah. for Guinness to to prove. We have the the plaque on our wall. I mean, it's a. We have a Guinness plaque on our wall from Brad breaking the record. Wow. I imagine just to do a single somersault in that thing and not whack against the wall or go too high, go too low. Just a single somersault's got to be tough for this guy to do that many it is. It, in a minute. That's insane. It's not tough once you learn it, you know. And and when you're learning, we control the wind. So we don't just burr and crank it and hope like you don't stick to the top and tell you to burp like Charlie. It's not like that. <laughs> um, it's very controlled. You're standing in there with an instructor who the, the same person that took you to class and was teaching you the basics of body position, hand signals, all that good stuff, safety and geared you up. It's also the guy standing in there with you. And right. he's able to stay standing on the net because he's, he's vertical, you're horizontal, creating all the surface area and they keep you over the air. And they hold on to you until you're stable. The more stable you are, the more we let go. But there's also a controller that is controlling the air and only giving you enough air to be exactly within that instructor's reach. The better you do, the more air we get, that you get, the more we let go. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I would have thought it was just turn the fan on and everybody just kind of deals with what air they get. So there's somebody there adjusting the throttle the whole time. Yeah, our insurance company would not be cool with just... <laughs> cranking yeah. it up <laughs> they don't they don't cover that kind of policy so it is very controlled i mean it's a, it's it's like i said anybody can do it because we we uh tailor each flight to that person you know who is the and and the the through the class and the gearing you up it's also you know you getting to trust your instructor but it's also your instructor getting to know you a little bit and kind of knowing what they're going to do in there with you and kind of what kind of physical attributes you have and whatnot right right yeah that makes a lot of sense so walk me through a day. Somebody comes in for their first time. What is it they experience from the moment they step through the door? Well, you're going to uh, step into the lobby. Um, you're going to register at the desk. If you haven't already reserved a flight, which is always recommended because we sell out, um, you would sign in. At that point, the class starts whatever time you had set. We have classes that go every half an hour. So you're in the 2 o'clock class, 2 o'clock class. The instructor is going to take everybody up. You're going to go to about a 20-minute training class. That's going to teach you the basics of body position, um, hand signals, safety procedures. When you go into the pads, you're going to do what's called the tuck and roll because everybody lands in the pads. Um, then after that's done, you're going to get all your gear on, helmet, goggles, gloves, earplugs, a suit, um, shoes. If you, didn't, if you don't have any, we got some that you're going to use. We provide all the equipment that's necessary for it. Last but least, you put that helmet on, and then you go and you're going to get in the tunnel. Uh, we take up to five people in the tunnel at a time. So four really? people would be standing around the sides while one person is flying for about a minute or so. And then they go into the pads and then the next person goes. And it's a rotation around the room um, just like that. You do about one minute rotations, about three of those. 
Um, whole okay. process is is about an hour to an hour and a half. It depends. You know, it's it's not a big cumbersome thing upon your day. So when people come to town, they're trying to fit in all these activities. You only need about an hour, hour and a half tops to get through this. Yeah, it sounds about like the right amount of time. So you said the room was about twelve feet. The the actual tunnel. It's itself? a twelve foot column of air. And then about a two foot ring around that column of where people are standing in the pads. Okay. All right. Imagine that helps you get in and out. Cause if you had the air blowing straight up the tube, you'd have a hard time. Yeah, getting in and, and out. You know, there's other tunnels that they are wall to wall air and there's what's called an antechamber outside of it. And people are sitting in there and there's nowhere. And then you just enter right into the stream from the doorway. But ours being the first one, it's a different set of technology where, yeah, everybody's kind of standing there. And then when you, after you've flown that first time where I, I talk about how you start on your belly, um, the instructors right there after that comes back around for your second time. And from there on out, you just kind of stand at the edge of the pads and jump straight out into the middle, like a belly flop into the center and the wind catches you and the instructor assists you in and you just come on in and start flying again from there. That's cool. And the st- instructor's hanging on to you to make sure you don't go tumbling off into the yeah, distance. He's, They're he's, kind of controlling you absolutely. at first. Absolutely. He's guiding you over the center of the air and, and giving you hand signals to try to, to get your body stable, like bending your legs a little bit more or, arching a little bit more something you got to let your hips sink down towards the earth and a skydive and everything you want to arch and that is you want to be shaped more like a bowl than you are a plate you know you want that air to be able to go around you but if you're a flat plate you're going to buff it and flop around so arching at the hips is what lets that air spill off around to the arms and legs okay cool and then the the clothing that you wear, the the helmet, goggles, whatever you wear, is that uh, is it akin to what you would wear jumping out of a plane, or is it a little bit different? Just because it of is the, a little bit different. You, you uh, the suits that we put on you are a little are baggier than you would wear in a skydive because uh, we need to create a little bit of drag, a little bit of lift. Okay. So you would wear much uh, you know smaller clothing in a skydive. You don't really wear earplugs in a skydive either. Here we have to wear those because it's a big, huge motor, you know, casting a right. fan. Um, but as far as a helmet, goggles, and gloves, things like that, you would you would wear obviously goggles in a skydive because you know wind in your eyeballs that sucks. Um, yeah, imagine a bug at you know 125 miles an yeah, hour. I've taken one. Um, <laughs> you know what else sucks in a skydive is rain. Oh, I bet. I know what it feels like in a motorcycle. I can't imagine skydiving. Imagine about 140, 150, and you go through a rain cloud. Yeah, it's you know how that feels. It sucks. Yes. Yeah. At that point, you're like, I'm so glad I wore a full face helmet today. <laughs> That's right. Two of them. <laughs> so how about a story of your most amazing experience that got you hooked on this? Well, um, too many to, too many to even pick one, but I um, hooked on it, what I think was when I, when I first started here and about a year in is when, um, free flying became, started to become a big thing and free flying and skydiving is when people started flying in what's called a sit fly and flying on their head and two and three guys together at the same time flying on, you know, flying what's called head down. And there was a, a couple, um, a couple different groups that were doing it. One was called the, the fly boys. And these guys were crazy. Um, one of them, you know, there was Omar and, and all these other cats, a couple of them hosted a couple TV shows later on. And, um, they were doing things in the tunnel that was, you know, at the time it was like impossible. And these right. guys were doing it in the, in the sky and then practicing it at every tunnel they could around, around the country. And so those guys just turned me into like, you know, they blew my mind away as far as like, Oh, I'm going to try that. And from there on out, uh, skydiving even changed. And that was around the 98, 99 region that 
Um, nobody was, not everybody was flying on their belly the whole time. These guys were going out, leaving on their heads and flying around each other and doing the craziest stunts <laughs> and then taking them inside the tunnel and trying them. So that blew my mind and made me go, yep, this is the fun stuff for me. I will be here for a long time. Um, we then, you know, fast forward to like other cool stuff where uh, the Nitro Circus guys, we've done some Nitro Circus shoots here. Um, Travis Pastrana is a really good friend of ours. He's, he's family down here, actually. We spend a lot. Travis is here all oh, the yeah. time. He's ever in town. He, we, he always comes through and flies. And um, I've been teaching him to fly for since he started. He did that first Grand Canyon jump with Jolene on the back and they ditched the bike and base jumped. They came here to learn yep. to fly. They jumped oh, off really? the bike. They were like, oh, okay, proper body position. Um, and since then, he's just been family. And so like Nitro Circus did um, for their show, uh, for their DVD, Thrillbillies. We did. It was Bam Margera and his boy Novak and all the, the whole Nitro Circus crew. And uh, it was like um, athletically inclined bees um, and pool toys in a wind tunnel. It's the <laughs> coolest and funnest and craziest time. It's Nitro Circus. You don't get to just, we're just going to fly. No, it was like, we're going to see what we can do and not die. Yeah, enough said, Those right? <laughs> Travis is out of his mind. He's got the highest pain threshold of any human I've ever met in my life. Uh, but that cool. stuff like that, you know, where we get to have such a cool toy and something so different. And then some of the most, uh, you know, amazing athletes, let alone craziest, come to play with our toy, too. You know, that just that kind of stuff makes me just love this place. Oh, yeah, that's a blast. I imagine it's got to be addictive. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm still here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Testament to it, right? (laughs) Let's talk car racks, specifically Yakima and Thule. Chances are, if you're listening to our show, you either have one, want one, or you're going to need a car rack soon. Car racks, whether on the roof or on the back, need a good set of locks to keep your gear locked down to the rack and to your car. Good news. Our new sponsor, Z-Lock, has new lock sets for all Thule and Yakima racks at about one-third less than anywhere else. These lock cores are sourced from the original manufacturer and include bonus keys. Need replacement keys or cores matched to your current lock code? Z-Lock has replacement options even if you've lost all of your keys and don't know your key number. Check this out. Z-Lock is offering Adventure Sports Podcast listeners an additional 20% off their already low prices plus free shipping. Just enter the code ADVENTURE at checkout and you'll save up to 50% off a retail. Go to zlock.com forward slash adventure. That's Z-E-L-O-C-K dot com forward slash adventure and save. On August 1st, 1999, Polly Latovsky left her Colorado home and headed west, traveling over 14,000 miles on foot, becoming the first woman to walk around the world. But it was never an easy road. Every day, Polly struggled with adversity that left her lost and miles off path. Her book, Three Miles Per Hour, The Adventure of One Woman's Walk Around the World, has won six national awards and is available on Amazon, Kindle, or her website for a signed copy. Visit www.3mph. B-O-O-K dot com. That's www.3mileperhourbook.com.
How about a time when things may not have gone so well in a wind tunnel for you? Um, you know, there's there's all kind of, there's other stuff that happens too. Like say when uh, like Kenny Bartram, our our moto, one of our cowboy Kenny, our motocross buddy, he's trying some new tricks and whatnot, and he tries a barrel roll, and it somehow corks him straight down hard enough that he actually he put his head through the net, and it pulled his <laughs> helmet off, which then flew around the top net back down through and pretty much exploded a helmet through the prop and I, oh, and I run man. out there I see his helmet disappear and I had to shove him off to the side and jump off myself and get out of the column before it was like hey I'm gonna eat plastic um it, at that point that's pretty much when it goes wrong that's hilarious no major injuries though. No, that's good no it was it was all good it, it exploded up through and stuck to the other the bottom net but it was one of those times where you have an OS moment for sure <laughs> that's nutty <laughs> let's talk about the uh the competitions do you guys have hold some of the competitions um, down there i've seen some videos do, of it we do uh in-house competition and we're actually we we've okay. had we've had unofficial competitions for years uh, i'm sure <laughs> a little uh, after well hours. yeah i mean and we've had others and we we used to we do, still do sometimes we do what's called king of the tunnel you ever played king of the hill do it in oh, an yeah. air column it's awesome um, play king of the t- now wait is the goal to be on top the goal or on is bottom? to be the only one in the air so oh, but you, okay. there's certain rules to it you can't just jump out and tackle a guy it's like it's kind of jump out square off like you would and then go and it's there's that's um, awesome. there's different techniques to staying the king of the tunnel which i can't tell you all of them because that's how i keep these young bucks in line around here that's right. I imagine it gives you the, the leg up. But we but we are actually uh, planning a, a really big um, in-house competition um, between our staff members. And it's going to be it's going to be really cool because we're breaking it down into three parts. It's going to be um, best routine. So you have one minute to do the coolest stuff you got. Um, best trick, kind of like, you know, slam dunk contest. Like you got one shot. Show me your best dunk. It's going to be the best trick. And then we're going to kind of bring back Brad's. Uh, Guinness records things can be most flips in a minute can be front or back, but we're going to do, so it's going to be a three part competition. So it kind of levels the field. So if one guy's really good at this and the other guy's good at this, it's what happens. We'll right. have a couple celebrity judges where, um, to come down and do it. Maybe Travis and a couple other people to, uh, to judge the whole thing too. Uh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Some of the stuff that these, uh, these guys in the competition and, and what you're talking about in your, in your facility do is, is mind boggling. Like I said, you, you guys make it look easy. But I know it can't be that easy. You know, when, when you're trying to suspend yourself in a column of air and you make it look simple, you know, if you think about it, it's, you know, all of the forces acting on you to be able to hold yourself in a single position, much less do it in sync with another yeah. person. You know, and these guys are flying up and they're flying back down and they're doing a flip and they're bouncing off the wall and they're all coming back into the same position at the same yeah. time. So it's, it really it's is very, wild. very, very small, subtle movements to do everything, too. It takes very little pressure to change everything going on so it is a very very intricate sport once you start getting into that stuff and like you said doing that synchronized with another flyer is is a whole nother bag of worms too because you're you know everybody can do tricks but to synchronize the tricks and then inside a column of air as well you have what's called burble at times too where air coming off me is creating a, a little spill off this way which is pushed me right so there's compensation there's give and take going on as you're doing these tricks too it's not just learning the trick it is learning to do the trick while somebody else is doing the trick next to you 
Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I was watching some of the guys, you know, they're rehearsing out in a hallway or something, you know, in, a, in an event. And I'm thinking, okay, well, for starters, they're all vertical. Well, they're, they're, their actual uh, performance was upside sure. down. So I'm thinking, okay, that's backwards, you know, and you know, trying to wrap your mind around that. And then, like you're talking, you got wind blowing off of each other. I mean, just there's no way to rehearse it until you're actually the in that column. The upside down thing know? is, for a lot of people, that becomes the hardest because you take everything you know and turn it upside down. Left is right, right, right. is left, forward is back, back. You know, everything becomes opposite. So everything you look at, you know, is is not – our full, our whole life, we go through life with this view. To flip right. that and then do something really intricate, it, it takes some practice, man. It's it's a like a long, a lifelong mastery. I will never be have everything I want to do here. I am a I've done ten thousand hours, <laughs> according to Bruce Lee. I am a master of this, but I still am learning so much more every day. These new guys come through and That's they crazy. put their twist on something, and it's like, dang it, I never even thought of that, you know. And it's like I've been doing this right. longer almost than you've been alive. <laughs> that's cool that makes for a sweet job it is it's never ending when it comes to like inspiration these these guys take my tricks and then throw something to it and i'm like no yes but no that's that's badass <laughs> i wanted to do that but quit that no, that's right <laughs> no quit that, though. that is our motto here at, at vegas under skydiving and has been for years is share the love we 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 take yeah. that with with our customers with our employees everything share the love is everything we do so it's like it's more like you get super stoked. It's just you get like, oh, why didn't I think of that? You know, and and then you try it. And body style and body, uh, the way that people are shaped. Everybody's you know different weights, different shapes. Longer arms is an amazing thing. Like Brad, who holds the re held the record there, he we call him Condor for a reason because the dude has the longest arms ever, which helps. Think about that surface area and less weight. It's a That's tall, a skinny yeah. dude. So. It, you know, and everybody's body's different, which at, which gives the attributes to how they do their style and their tricks. Like I'm a power guy. I'm the guy that, um, I throw, I try to throw a trick that is like, Oh, you should be dead trick, like double back to the wall and stuff like that. That's like, it's the power right. trick as opposed to some other people are really graceful and do like really smooth transition stuff. My stuff is like, run or die. <laughs> here i go towards the fan yeah, back down. top net up the top oh, net window up. and then do you know gainers back in and try to end up flying on your head stuff like that it's it's you know that's my style as opposed to other people's style right right that's cool well take some time and uh and tell us about vegas indoor skydiving what is it you want people to know about your facility and how you guys do things well um we are pretty much you know we're set we are open seven days everybody uh, we are one of those things that um, anybody can come to except for the applicable height, weight, neck, back, shoulders thing. Um, we are different than the other Vegas attractions. You know, we are in Vegas. We're not just an indoor skydiving facility because of our location. Because it's Las Vegas, we have to always be, you know, customer service wise. Here, we are one of the top rated TripAdvisor and Yelp reviews. We get, we're four and a half, uh, you know, average on everything because. We, our staff is some of the coolest guys and girls ever. Like people come here and they spend more time here than they thought they were going to because they just hang out. They want to hang out here and, and it's, it's, it's a culture down here that is really cool. So not only do you get one of the most unique ex experiences in Vegas or in the world, but it's also around a bunch of the, uh, just a great set of staff and a great set of people that um, you walk in the door, at least two or three people are going to go, hey, how you doing? How are you? What's going on? 
how's your day? You want to have some fun? You know, like everybody's kind of, you know, always there to greet customers and the experience. Our instructors are, are, you know, expert trained at not only tunnel flying, but reading people and making people feel comfortable doing this because the fear of the unknown is what makes people the most kind of, I don't know if I could do that. It's really not scary. So part of our job is really too, to make people feel comfortable with, I'm taking your kid into the wind tunnel. You know, you may not be flying, but you got to feel comfortable with me taking your child, you know, into inside a wind tunnel. And so there's a level that we have build um, that, I, you know, customer service wise, we are top notch. And that that's one, one thing that makes me happy. And to, to be able to do it with such a cool toy and product as well is, is, you know, beyond comparison. Yeah, absolutely. So where should they visit on the web or get a hold of you guys? Do you have videos and stuff that they should go watch to get a feel absolutely. for the business? There, you know, there's your usuals, uh, you know, VegasIndoorSkydiving.com. You know, the name.com is always the best. Uh, all the info you could need is there. All our, our socials, you know, between Facebook and Instagram and our Twitter, we're constantly posting, you know, current events that are happening and stuff that's going on. And there's videos on uh, on all of those as well as, you know, YouTube. Everybody's got their YouTube account. We've got some really cool videos up there as well. Um, so, you know, all of your your standard issue uh, online resources, we are, we're available at. Okay. So just look up uh, Vegas Indoor Skiving on any of those. And obviously, I'll link stuff up in our show notes so people can find it easy on that. Um, what advice or tips and tricks would you have for somebody that is thinking about doing this and is a little, maybe a little nervous about starting out? Um, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is, is it's nothing to be nervous about. Once again, I took my daughter in there when she was two. If you're more scared than a two-year-old, then, you know, come down here and I'll teach you how not to be. Uh, the preparation for this is, you know, really come in here with a, with a ready to have fun with comfortable clothes and tennis shoes on and, and, uh, and anybody can do it. Anybody. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what about discounts, incentives for people to, to stop in? Sure. Yeah. I mean, as far as locals here in Vegas, we have local discounts with a local ID. Um, we also have our military discounts. Uh, you know, military is $15 off. So it's only $60 to fly if you have a current military ID. Um, and we'll apply that to immediate family as well. You, not just the person with the ID will get the discount. Um, we have, you know, local publications that have certain coupons in them uh, around town. Tour, whenever people come to town in, in the taxis, there's uh, like 24 seven magazine that has a, a, a coupon inside of it. Um, we do, we do different promos during certain times of the year, like, you know, mother's day, father's day, stuff like that. We'll do, you know, we did a uh, mom's fly free special on mother's day, where if you bought a flight, your mom got to fly with you for free. Um, so, you know, it's, it, keeping up with our, our social media stuff, that's the, the biggest part that we put all our, our current promotions on between Facebook and Instagram and, and Twitter and whatnot. So if you're coming to Vegas, um, you know, like you normally would do, everybody's going to do some research on what they want to do when they're here. So by going on those, you can find out exactly what kind of current offers we have going on and whatnot. But uh, other than that, uh, that's about it pretty much. Flight One is your number one source for skydiving introduction and certification. As the leading provider of canopy coaching and instruction in the sport of skydiving, Flight One works with canopy pilots of all experience levels around the globe. 
Whether you are a first-time jumper or a more experienced enthusiast looking to advance your hobby, Flight One can team you up with an expert instructor no matter where you're located. Visit www.flight-one.com to start your adventure today. For 20 years, Bent Gate Mountaineering has been outfitting climbers, skiers, backpackers, and outdoor enthusiasts with the gear they need. Whether climbing an 8,000-meter peak or buying your first backcountry ski setup, Bent Gate is here to help. Bent Gate is continuing to offer free BC 101 sessions this winter, teaching backcountry ski boot and binding setup, avi safety and beacon practice, clothing systems, and tips and tricks to make your days more enjoyable. If you don't own the gear, Bent Gate offers a full range of rental and demo equipment. Bent Gate also has free demo ski days at local resorts to give you a chance for hands-on experience. Be sure to check bentgate.com for our full product selection as well as updates on all these events. I did want to visit a little bit about um, the control while you're you're in the tube. So, I mean, people make themselves rise, fall, spin around. You know, what is it? Go through a few of the sure. uh, the the body movements that actually sure. it takes you through flight. Um, well, in, you know, in class, the first thing you're going to learn is is what we call the stable body position, which is pretty much an X style position with your body, and you arch at the hips and let those hips sink down towards the earth. Um, you, it, that would be the same thing as you sitting on the bike and you're in that seated position with your hands on the handlebars. Um, that, that's your, that's your, your starting position. At that point, it's all subtle movements when it comes to, uh, the way that your arms are, are pr applying pressure, the way that your legs are, are applying pressure, you know, straightening out the legs is going to cause you to go forward. Bending your legs is going to cause you to go backwards, bringing your arms back a little bit forward. If you put your arms out in front of you more, you're going to go backwards. So the body position um, is, is pretty much a relaxed position is what we, we try to teach you the most in classes, just like anything else. If you stayed really stiff while you were trying to learn how to do it, you're, you're not going to get it. So you have to relax and actually let the air do the work, just like you let the bike do the work. You let the air do the work and you resist the air in just a little bit of pressure here and there, and you'll find stability. From there, we start working on maneuvers like right and left, forward and back. Once you get the forward, back, right and left down, then we work on what's called altitude control. And a lot of that has to do with your arch, the way that your hips are down. The, le the more your hips are down, the more you're going to go down. Um, going down inside the wind tunnel is the same thing as you speeding up in a skydive. And you slow going up inside the wind tunnel is just the same thing as you slowing down in a skydive. So um, the body position you can definitely take right over to skydiving and use it in, the, in, in your skydive and your arch and the arms and legs and the relaxing that you need to use in a skydive is the exact same relaxing you got to use here in the wind tunnel. Uh, that's cool. That makes a lot of sense. I, uh, it sounds like an absolute blast. I want to, we have a local uh, indoor skydiving place where I live. I think I want to run down there and, and give Absolutely it a try. Have to, man. You have to, they, they, yeah. no matter what town you're in, or wherever you're at, if there is a wind tunnel, 
Um, you know, uh, once again, we're share the love down here and, you know, all, all these other wind tunnels around the country, there was none when I started here and now they've, they're everywhere. Um, and it's like, they're all different in a, in a little bit. The wind is a little bit different. Uh, you know, your instructor is always different. And I always suggest fly it. If you're near a wind tunnel, go buy a few minutes of time and go fly it because it's an experience that you will take with you forever. It's not, it's not one of those things that you go, yeah, I did that once. You will always say it like, oh, I did that once. You know, like I've done that before. You'll hear it in people's voices. We are one of those things that is is a memory that you will always have with you. That's cool. That's a good point about the uh, not having the same experience uh, in different facilities. You know, they all have a little bit different column of air and uh, and a little bit different room, I imagine. So you're going to have a little bit different flight each time you yeah. you try a different one. And it only makes you a better flyer. You know, you the more of them that you fly, the more your body learns how to adjust as opposed to being like, I just know how to fly this one or I, I only skydive. It's like, you know, you become so much of a better body flyer by exposing yourself to those different columns. Sweet. All right. Before we wrap things up, uh, I do want you to tell me a funny story, something uh, comical that happened in the tube. A funny story. Let me think here. Um, well. You had me laughing plenty earlier, but <laughs> I, I want to get Let's talk about naked flying. How's that? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I might be sorry so to ask. <laughs> we've had to do a bunch of different TV shoots and photo shoots and all kinds of stuff down here. It is Las Vegas, and everybody does come to Las Vegas. And, and we've had you know everything from the Playboys to the just even regulars shoots. And it is not as sexy as you think. It's no, way, it's not. I didn't picture it that way at all, actually. It's way more scientific. Um, it's more like, oh, wow, look at that. As um, <laughs> the human body. And so I've been in there for a couple different uh, naked shoots, been around for a lot of them. And you see, you see, and it's mo- it's usually girls. Guys really aren't allowed to fly naked. Um, right. Because, so. yeah, you don't want something to wrap around the net. So in, there's, there's guys, the girls... <laughs> You have to be really careful because you don't want them to go down to the net either. It's a wire net. But as they're flying, the funny part is when you <laughs> is when you look around and you see the other girls' faces going, oh. <laughs> and, and, and that's what I'm going to, okay. And it's what the skin does in the wind is pretty, it's pretty funny. Um, and yeah, that, you know, that's that, the picture. Those are some mind. of the, the, the fun ones. Those are, those are some of the fun times we get to have down here. Um, I'm trying to think of any other funny stories. There's so much stuff that happens down here. And just, we, we don't, you know what the funny stuff that happens here is so normal to us that it's like, oh yeah, okay. Well, it <laughs> is know. Vegas. It, exactly. I was born and raised here. And so uh, <laughs> it takes. You have a different idea of normal, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. It takes, it ta- no, you know, without, without sounding pompous, it takes a lot to make me go, oh, wow. I'll bet. I'll bet. That's uh, hilarious. Oh man, I was not expecting uh, the naked flying story for that one. We, <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, we pretty much uh, we've pioneered um, indoor skydiving. This was the first one in the in the country, and you know the protocols all have been written pretty much out of this place. Uh, the other tunnels around the country are they're a different they're a different company, but have you know we wrote sort of the manual on how to do this. Um, we created the manifest you know, for, for doing this, we created the procedure for class gear up, get in and all this stuff. So it's, 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 I'm really proud and, and stoked to be a part of a company, let alone our owner is just Keith Fields is just one of the coolest uh, guys and owners ever. Um, 
you know, we just got, we just had on Tuesday, we had our staff Lake Day where the whole, we shut down for a day and we take the whole staff out to Lake Mead on, on a couple of houseboats and go play for the day. You know, nice. in the winter, we all, we go get a yurt and rent the whole thing out for skiing and snowboarding. So the culture around here is really cool. And, and we've kept it, you know, in that share the love and, and non corporate style mentality around here, which bleeds off into when people come here to fly, it doesn't feel sterile. It doesn't feel like they're bidding, being put through a, a you know, a, a, a system and now we're done and you're done and stamped. And there we go. It's like, we come in here, you know, we love that you're here and we want you to enjoy it the way we enjoy it. We want you to feel that the, the share the love mentality that we, you know, we don't work here for the cash. We work here because it's, we love it. And everybody around here loves each other and loves what, you know, we scratch each other's backs and you see that come across, you know, to our customers and our flyers. And we get so many repeat flyers that come through and, um, and every year, you know, come back with more people because not just for the experience, but they, once again, they come back to hang out. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, careful. You're going to get a few hundred job applicants uh, <laughs> in the next few we days. Get them. We get we get the job apps. You know, we, we do a lot of referral base because we, you know, we keep it in, in house. But we have had so many people walk off the streets, too, that came in, you know, and were the right person for the job. It takes a pretty special person to work here as an instructor and anything else. You got to you got to have a, a, an interesting skill set. You got to be physically, really physically able to do it. You got to be able to teach people. You got to be able to, to, you know, deal with the entire world. I'll, I'll have in one room, I'll have Dubai, Chicago, Japan, Australia, and New York all sitting together in one room. And only half of them yeah, will speak English. And I have to, you know, we have to teach them how to fly in, in 30 minutes. So <laughs> you, you got to think on your feet and be a pretty uh, interesting human to be down here. Yeah, I'll bet. That's awesome. Well, your enthusiasm and your uh, your comedy and lightheartedness really it really drives home the point. You know that that's how you guys take it. I mean, you're serious when you need to be serious and safe when you need to be safe. But it sounds like you have a great attitude and a, it's a great place. It really to visit. is. It, it's a, it's a uh, a part of your Vegas trip that will definitely be a staple on your Vegas trips from there on for sure. Right on. Very cool. All right, Dave. Well, I really appreciate you swinging in and uh, explaining all of this to us. You taught me a ton, and I absolutely want to go try this. It sounds like a blast. Please, Travis. When you're in town, man. Shoot me a call. You, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you inside and in, in the toy, and you're gonna love it, man. You, you'll 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 be able to uh, you'll talk about it with a, a, t- a different tone. It's everybody does, man. It, it goes from yeah, it was you know it's great to man, it's the coolest thing ever. It changed the intensity will come out. So I, I look forward to you coming out and having some fun with us, man. Very cool. Let's do it. Right on, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. You have yourself a good evening. You as well, Travis. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Thanks. Would you like to be a guest on an upcoming show? Just go to adventuresportspodcast.com and click contact us. Also, take a minute and help us spread the word about the Adventure Sports Podcast. Do us a favor and go on to iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. Everything helps. Thanks for being a listener. 